What's up, everybody, and welcome in to Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. Don't forget to follow TWT on Instagram and Twitter at WrestlingTWT. Again, it's WrestlingTWT. If you're listening for the first time, thanks so much for downloading the podcast, whether it's on the ESPN Chicago app or wherever else you download your podcast. Thanks so much for downloading Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday, a podcast about professional wrestling slash sports entertainment. You hear in the background the Smashing Pumpkins, and the reason why is because the National Wrestling Alliance, owned by Billy Corgan, is back in business. Back to the Attack was the name of the pay-per-view on the Fight Network, and we will review what the NWA had to bring to the table. So before the pandemic, the National Wrestling Alliance was having shows in Atlanta, Georgia, and they were on YouTube. It all started with the 10 Pounds of Gold series that they had on YouTube, which was terrific. Just week by week, inching closer and closer to big events. And the NWA, I think, on a smaller scale, did a really great job of being able to storytell and get you excited about certain matches. And Nick Aldis is the National Wrestling Alliance World's Champion. And I just think that he's going to have another breakout 2021 I think when he says he's the real world champion and he's defended all over the world, we have seen a lot of these matches that he's had, not just in the United States, but across the globe. It's pretty impressive. And so the NWA back in business as they're going to have shows on Tuesdays at 6.05 Eastern Time on the Fight Network. So that's great. They found a home in the Fight Network. So on Tuesday nights, that's where you could find the National Wrestling Alliance. Now, Dave LaGreca, my buddy from Busted Open, love just weekly, every, just an hour, not two hours or three hours, just one hour show, and they told so many stories of the National Wrestling Alliance in that one hour. It's really cool. So, let's review the pay-per-view from the NWA, the first one for 2021, and it all started with uh, Nick Aldis, right? So, he's the heavyweight champion, and so... His opponent is Aaron Stevens. Now, Aaron Stevens had a great relationship with the question mark. If you watch the NWA, you know that um, Josephus passed away. Josephus, question mark, he was both of those characters on the same company. He was really, really well thought of from the independent circuit and also on the NWA and he suddenly passes away. And so Aaron Stevens was his tag team partner. And so if you've watched Aaron Stevens over the years, whether it's as Damian Sandow or as Aaron Stevens now, you know that a lot of his career in the WWE and going into the NWA was a comedic character. And there's nothing wrong with some funny in wrestling. Funny doesn't really necessarily make money. But it's okay to have a let-me-up every now and then when it comes to wrestling. Even in the heyday of wrestling, whether it's the 70s or 80s and some in the 90s, there was always a match or a character or a tag team that was somewhat comic relief or did things that were lighthearted that wasn't the hardcore. It wasn't serious. It wasn't for the heavyweight championship. And so Aaron Stevens is on the top of the card. And a couple of weeks ago when I saw that that was going to be the main event, I said, wait a minute, hold on. This is going to be the main event? Aaron Stevens, 
the jokester, the guy that is giving lighthearted matches, he's going to take on Nick Aldis. And so let me take you back to Twitter. So back on March 14th, the NWA promotes back for the attack. We have a special message from our president, Billy. Billy Corrigan gave some thoughts about R.I.P. Joseph Hudson, talked about how you know, Josephus, known as Joseph, you know, his real name, Joseph Hudson, passed away, and how they want to have a special event in his honor. Nick Aldis kind of quote tweets it and says, for those of you who are skeptical about how Aaron Stevens can get serious, I'm right there with you. You better get real serious. Back for the attack, Fight TV. I responded on Twitter, and usually I don't say these things, but at Wrestling TWT, I said on the 14th, I says, I want to purchase this pay-per-view, and I added at Rick, at uh, Real Nick Aldis because of you and the NWA title. Your opponent needs to post a promo to tell us why this opportunity means something to him. I don't want comedy. I want what you've always given us, quality. Aaron Stevens responds to my tweet and says, do some research, underestimate me, overlook me. Every time that's happened in my career, I've overcome it, be it from the office or an opponent. Now, that might have been at me or might have been at um, Nick Aldis. But the point is, though, is that it was right after my tweet. Now, I wasn't trying to get at Aaron Stevens, but here's the thing. My time is valuable, just like your time is valuable. So I wasn't going to purchase this event if Aaron Stevens is going to be dancing around and doing his Damien Sandow routine. Because you see, the Damien Sandow routine that we saw and his latest time with the WWE, he brought to the NWA. It was the same gimmick. But if, as you hear, Aaron Stevens is dead serious because he wanted to honor his friend Josephus, RIP Joseph Hudson. So I just thought that the NWA put on a really solid event, a good starter event. The main event really was well done with Nick Aldis against uh, Aaron Stevens. They had a couple of surprises as well. Here's how the NWA Back to the Attack pay-per-view started with Aaron Stevens. This is as real as I get. Um, at a time in my life where I hated the industry that I grew up loving. And at a time in my life when I was actually just starting an acting career and I thought wrestling was completely done, I got a call to check out the NWA. So I I dusted off my boots and kind of went there. And within a day or two, I was paired just by happenstance with with Joseph Hudson. And Joseph's success as the question mark, it's, it's, it's magical. It truly, truly is magical. And being able to be there next to him and have him experience it and how that made him feel, it made me realize that I took my relationship with the fans for granted. Joseph Hudson made me realize that no matter what, at the end of the day, I will always be a professional wrestler. I can't get it out of me. He made me okay with who I am. And I have not been okay with who I am in a very, very long time. But let's talk about Nick Aldis. I have absolutely no issue with Aaron Stevens being run at a title shot at the pay-per-view. In fact, I encouraged it. The NWA title, in my opinion, it's the richest prize in the game. Uh, Nick Aldis has that. I want it. I get the feeling that he's probably going to be as dangerous as he's ever been on Sunday night. The difference between me and Aaron is that I don't get ready. I stay ready. That's why I'm the best. 
And that's why I'm the world's champion. Win or lose, you're going to see the real me. And it's not because I want to show it to you. It's because I owe it to Joseph Hudson. That shoulder and arms hurt, guys. And if he doesn't have that, he can't get that cover done. He's got the cross face. He's got the cross face locked in. City. It's Steven's moment. It's his opportunity. This is Tap City. Oh, the champ submits. Wow. Always knows where he is. Perfect ring awareness. These ropes have been really important in this match. Fighter, they're both fighters. Oh, oh Nick, Nick, Nick oh. held on to the ropes yeah. there. He held on to that top rope. Oh, roll up. Oh, roll up. Did he get it? That was it. The winner of this match and still the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, wow. Nick. Wow. Wow. That is a veteran maneuver by Nick Aldis. We've seen it time and time again. Able to just switch the momentum enough of an inside cradle, and he was able to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. And he hooked the arm in the leg. So there it was, the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, defended once again successfully by the national treasure Nick Aldis. I thought it was a pretty good match. It really was. And Aaron Stevens showed me something that I have not seen in a long time. And that is he was able to wrestle Nick Aldis and put on a really great match. It's pretty it's pretty good. Um when it comes to Stevens trying and, and you can see that there was a different gear in his game. It wasn't fun, it wasn't just grab ass. He really wanted to make sure uh, that it's he was in a competition against one of the best in the business in Nick Aldis. So I really uh, enjoyed that. I like some of the cameos that we saw on the show. Like um, Taryn Terrell came out and she did commentary during the Camille Thunder Rosa match. Uh, hadn't seen Terrell in a long time. I know that she's a mom now. She's married. But I was a big fan of hers at Impact Wrestling. If you can go back and find Terrell against Gail Kim on Impact Wrestling. It's one of the best women's matches I've ever seen. It was just that good. Go back and see if you could find that. But I was wondering where she was because I thought the arrow's pointing up for her career. And now seemingly she'll be back with the National Wrestling Alliance. So that is the hope because I, I like what I see from her. I'm a big fan of hers. Tyrus. Tyrus is back in the fold. So I haven't seen this. I've seen this man, of course, weekly on his Fox television show um, that he does. But I have not seen him in the ring in a while. And so maybe he'll be someone to be reckoned with. He looked as good as ever. 
the big guy. It was in a good singles match, won that matchup. So hopefully we'll see more from Tyrus. But I liked what I saw from him as well. Um, he hasn't missed a beat. Pope wrestled. I, I saw the Pope. The Pope was a commentator for TNA, if you remember this, for Impact Wrestling. He did a little commentating, I think, for the NWA. Eh, no, he was doing some managing. Uh, it might have commentated on a match or two. But he's in the ring now. I always thought that he was underrated. And now the Pope is um, wrestling for this company. The uh, Chris Adonis, who used to be Chris Masters with the Master Lock back in the, what was that, the mid, the early 2010s? Maybe maybe he's maybe before that. Maybe it was the mid two thousands. But I remember watching Chris Masters and that Master Lock. It just his oldest time. I love that uh, the uh, the full Nelson challenge. We've seen this from Billy Jack Haynes. We've seen this from so many others over the past. And he used to have that when he's in the WWE. Now he's wrestling. Saw him in a match as well. Uh, so there was some. Some good wrestlers that we have seen in the past that popped up on this show. Trevor Murdoch is the national champion on this. Trevor Murdoch, again, was criminally underrated and undervalued in the WWE. He's part of the NWA now and is getting really uh, a, a really solid shot to have a run with that national heavyweight championship. So I like that match as well. So I uh, I got to give a lot of props to Thunder Rosa. So a few days after she wrestled uh, in AEW uh, against Dr. Britt Baker. There she is on the pay-per-view in Atlanta for the NWA wrestling Camille. Camille's very green. Uh, she's powerful. She's a former a women's football player, but she's very green. And she still has some things to work on, but the power is there. And that's the selling point for her is that she's got a lot of power. And so I like what I see from from her as far as her future is concerned. Um, but uh, Thunder Rosa gave her a wrestling lesson. Thunder Rosa is a star in this business. And at some point, someone's going to lock up Thunder Rosa for the long haul and pay her what she deserves because she's all over the indie, indie circuit. She does stuff for AEW, but she needs to have an ironclad contract because I believe that she is a star. We hear so much about Rhea Ripley and hear so much about Asuka and, and so many others across the women's uh, sports entertainment landscape. Thunder Rosa is a star. And, uh, and so she wrestled Camille, gave Camille what she needed, and that is a wrestling lesson. Uh, Thunder Rosa lost that matchup, but still, I thought it was a good showing from Thunder Rosa, and it just shows that Camille is slowly becoming uh, a force in the National Wrestling Alliance. So... As I mentioned, the NWA is back now. Uh, I of course, I like the NWA from back in the day, and I, I like this now because they have some ideas on how they want to uh, freshen up that product. So I like what they have done with this. The other thing, too, is that through a year's time, when you're not on television, you're not, you think it's out of sight, out of mind, people will forget about you. I thought it was kind of gutsy by Billy Corrigan to have a pay-per-view without TV yet. There was no real three, four, five week build into these pay-per-views, but they put it out there and I watched it. I watched it because I wanted to see exactly how Nick Aldis and Aaron Stevens would fare in that main event. And it was worth it. So uh, hats off to uh, Aaron Stevens who said, you know, people underestimate me, blah, blah, blah. Well, people underestimate you just based on how you perform the WWE and live in the NWA. It's entertaining, but is it serious enough for people to believe that you're the NWA champion? And his match he had, it 
made you think, man, he's going for it for real, and he's got an opportunity to win the championship, but he fell short against the national treasure. Wrestling fans, the honor, the legacy, and the tradition of the National Wrestling Alliance lives on. Tuesday nights, 6.05 Eastern, we're back with NWA Power. I know you've been waiting patiently for it, but here we are, bringing you brand new episodes with the best wrestling on planet Earth, with all of those familiar faces that you love from the National Wrestling Alliance, and also some big surprises as well. Tuesday nights, 6.05 Eastern, on Fight TV. Subscribe now, and don't miss a minute of the action.